0: Do the 49ers have a real dilemma with Jimmy G plus Odell Beckham Jr. What will he bring to the Cowboys if he lands in big D plus our week 13 power rankings? You are locked on NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. Hi again, everyone, and welcome in to a Wednesday edition of Locked on NFL. He is Tony Wiggins. I'm James Zerpien. Thank you so much for making us your first listen here on Locked on NFL. And make sure you subscribe on YouTube or check us out wherever you get your podcasts. We are daily and we are bringing you NFL coverage all year long, certainly all season long. And let's dive right on in, Tony, with Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers, And we'll see where they are in our power rankings later in the show. But, man, oh, man, a lot of people look at this NFC. And, yeah, there are some good teams in the NFC. The Eagles, certainly only one loss. The Vikings, two losses. But some believe that the San Francisco 49ers are the NFC's best team. And, yes, they are led by Jimmy G.
1: The entire season changed when he got back into the lineup. And there's probably nobody outside of San Francisco who's rooting for the young Trey Trey Lance more than me because I always want to see these young guys live their dreams to the fullest. But Jimmy Garoppolo is like the dude you keep trying to replace that continues to just bail you out. And right now he has the San Francisco 49ers playing at a level right now that they really, really do look like that team that could beat anybody on any given Sunday and I'm just wondering, what if he wins it? When is the when's the last time we saw somebody, a Trent Dilfer comes to mind?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When's the last time we saw a guy actually just win at the rate that Jimmy wins? And then if he wins at all, and then they still move away from him and let him go. If he wins the Super Bowl, he's gonna be quarterback in either in Detroit, he's gonna be somewhere next year, and he's gonna get a boatload of money are the 49ers wrong and are the fans wrong? And is the media wrong for always just trying to replace someone that in my opinion, they wouldn't be where they are right now without him.
0: Well, two things there. One, are we sure the 49ers if they did win at all wouldn't say, all right, let's bring him back. Let's roll. They but gave th- up so much for Trey Lance. I, it, 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 You know what? You, you think Trey Lance is starting next year? Cause I don't, I don't, I think it's somebody else yeah but the thing is, a is take.
1: the thing is that is a take the thing is with that is you know these resources in the nfl at some point it comes back to bite you in the butt like right we see the rams giving up all the draft picks they won the super bowl and now they're terrible and they have no draft picks and uh they have terrible offensive line the offensive line they need running backs they just about need everything and oh by the way their best players are banged up on offense so That's one thing to sell everything out just to win that one championship. The other thing is the 49ers sold out, and if they win a championship, they would have done it in spite of or despite the fact that the people, Mm -hmm. the guy that they sold everything for, isn't helping them at all. So you can't get mad at them because they, if they still win it, just like no one gets mad at them because they took Solomon Thomas and didn't take Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes right? Because they've had so much success since that happened. How long can that go on, though? How long can, can you keep getting mulligans and passes and get out of jail free cards because you're having some short-term success when the long-term things that you should have done, and this is a story franchise that had Joe Montana and Vince Young. I mean, I'm sorry, Vince Young. Joe Montana and Steve Young
0: mm-hmm.
1: and Lynn Dawson, the great, you know, late great Lynn Dawson. They They've had quarterbacks in their history. This is a—it's it, a bit of a quandary, a little bit, and and it's hard to say that they're in a quandary because they are one of the best teams in the league, despite the mistakes that they've made in the draft. So I'm wondering, what are they going to do? They gave up three first round picks for Trey Lance, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Are they just going to sit there and let Jimmy go, and then try to win with somebody else, or either, like you said, you don't know if Trey's going to start next year. So it's sure. a bit of a dilemma. All of these guys have an eye towards the future. And mm-hmm. I think they're looking at the they're looking at right now to try to save them from people actually pulling that curtain back and saying, look what you did.
0: Sure. And, and the, the thing with Jimmy is, is he's he gets to play pressure free. Yep. Because one, he doesn't have Trey Lance breathing down his neck right now because he's injured and out for the year. Two, the 49ers can't tag him. They can't do anything. They would have to say, hey, Jimmy, please come back and sign this huge mega deal or insert whatever team would go after him. Maybe the Buccaneers are in the market for a quarterback. Maybe the, the New Orleans Saints. You mentioned Detroit. Atlanta. I mean, I could, a, Atlanta. I mean, there are a lot of teams that are going to be in the, the Jimmy G market. The New England Patriots. Oh, we don't want to go there yet. Yeah, but, yeah. I, the The Houston Texans. Point is... Is there a lot of teams that are going to be? They'll probably have another quarterback. Yeah, yeah I, quarterback, think, I, I think one, no I think I think Houston's going to be all
1: right. But yeah, but it, the point they might the, be okay. The point yep. you're making is, and I made he's going to have a market.
0: market. I made
1: this point about Detroit when I did a podcast yesterday, and I compared Detroit and 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 Jacksonville and where they are as a franchise. And I said the only difference is Detroit doesn't have that guy at quarterback, but they're a team that plays hard. They, it's a, but it's going to be hard for them to get it because they play hard enough and win enough games that they're not going to be picking high. And I said Detroit is either going to have to go after a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo not a guy like actually Jimmy Garoppolo, or they're going to have to hope that they hit the Jalen Hurts-type sweepstakes with a second-round guy. And that's very, very difficult to do. So they're in a bit of a pickle too. And I think Jimmy G, in my opinion, is better than than golf, right? And if he wins a Super Bowl, he's going to want to get paid like that. I think the 49ers are going to have a little bit of an issue with all of the resources that they've given up. Mm -hmm. They don't have, they still don't have resources back. They traded a second round pick for Christian McCaffrey. I just think they'll be in a situation if they let Jimmy go, that they're going to have to play that kid or hope to find someone like a Jalen Hurts in the second round. And it's just very, very difficult to do. Winning If they win it all though, it buys them time, just
0: like less need in the Rams. And that's the key. Can he win it all? And that's a whole nother debate. Is he going to be the quarterback that can win it all even though he's not this top five guy? Hard to do that. There aren't many. Every once in a while they come around. Will Jimmy G be that guy this year? We will see. I'll also say this. The Denver Broncos would love to have some Jimmy G in their life right now because instead they got dangerous and that's just dangerous. Up next. Oh, man, that was as cheesy as Russell Russell Wilson. And with that, up next, we will dive into Odell Beckham Jr. Is he headed to the Big D? What will he bring to the Cowboys? But first, today's show brought to you by Tarot. Tarot is the world's largest car-sharing marketplace. With Tarot, you can book any car you want wherever you want it from a community of local hosts, book a spacious SUV or minivan for a family road trip, get a classic or luxury car for a special event, birthday, holiday. Maybe you want to try that new electric vehicle, which I did earlier this year when the Bengals played the Cowboys week two. Guess what? I was in a Tesla. Thanks to tarot. Many tarot hosts even deliver the car right to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance, terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Forget boring rental cars. And find your drive at tarot.com.
1: And this episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible is releasing a slate of new football podcasts that we're sure you're going to love. Find Block Forever now, wherever you get your podcasts. I love when NFL guys, especially guys that have played at a high level, share with us their perspective and their point of view. And that is what Block Forever is. It's a brand new podcast from former NFL All-Pro Ryan Khalil and Audible. Khalil takes the conversation about football to the next level. He gives fans an insider's look at the game through the eyes of one of the greatest players and personalities of all time. Imagine you will hear stuff like Christian McCaffrey talk about his love and hate relationship with fantasy football. Or what about Juju Smith and all of his shenanigans and dancing around, giving you his most honest and colorful opinion. Of course, on other players and positions in the league new episodes of block forever will be recorded and released every week ahead of Thursday night football available for free on audible or wherever you get podcasts catch the full block forever series available when anywhere you get your podcast available everywhere now audible
0: get in the game well Odell Beckham jr land in Dallas obviously there's been plenty of talk Jerry Jones commenting on the plane incident over the weekend, saying that really isn't a concern, kind of dismissed it. But it does seem like Dallas is the favorite to land Odell Beckham Jr. If they did, and we just talked about the NFC and another team competing in the NFC with the San Francisco 49ers. If Odell Beckham Jr. landed in Dallas, Tony, do you think that they would be the favorites? Would you pick them to come out of the NFC?
1: I would not. And I know that surprised you because you think I am a closet cowboy fan, and I closet. am not.
0: No, man, I you're out a, the closet
1: now. You're a big cowboy. Absolutely, fan. I'm absolutely not a closeted cowboy fan. But I will tell you that um, it certainly creates the excitement that we're used to. Uh, J- Jerry Jones talks about it all the time about the star on the helmet, uh, mm-hmm. Odell, it, 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 and and you know what? The team is, is pretty good this year, and and we have to admit that. No, I don't have to admit it. You do, because I I already said they were going to be good. But the Cowboys, um, they could definitely use another pass catcher and someone to take some heat off of C.D. Lamb, as well as I think a third receiver actually opens things up for Michael Gallup. I think he's a guy who can really get down the field. But right now, he's probably showing that, you know, he's not a true number two. He's more like a third option, um, sort of like that Pascal guy is in Philadelphia. Um, he's not maybe a true number two, even though he had a real good game just the other day. But Odell adds excitement and brings excitement. And he takes people out of the box. And he's one of those dudes on shallow crosses or deep passes where he really knows how to play the game. He knows where to find the spot set. He can catch it. He snaps it. He turns and runs real fast. I just imagine him and uh, him and Tony Pollard on the field together. That's a lot of speed, man. That is an awful mm-hmm. lot of speed. And he could be a real good outlet for Dak Prescott. I don't think it makes them the favorite because we just mentioned the 49ers, the 49ers, especially if they can get Debo Samuel 100% healthy and then Philly, Philly has to show that they can actually deal with Dallas uh, when they play again, uh, th- when they play their next game, you know, they're go- there's going to be an opportunity for them to do it. And it's going to be opportunity for Dallas to say, no, we- we're going to take you out. So, I think it's heating up down the stretch. I think the more you can challenge Philadelphia secondary, if Chauncey Gardner's out for a while, because that's a bad injury that he had the other day, it's going to be be something. If anything, it's going to be excitement. It's going to be exciting in Dallas with Odell Beckham wearing the star on his head, if that is truly what happens.
0: It would be must watch. It'd be the star. It would be all of those things. But I think it's a necessity. I don't and I'm not sure if they would be the favorite with Odell Beckham Jr. It depends on what Odell you get. Do you get Super Bowl Odell? Might be hard hard pressed to, to say that, but if you do, that's a star. It's a game changer. He was a game changer in Super Bowl 56 and really throughout the Rams playoff run, made some big catches in the red zone and, and was certainly a weapon in that offense. If you get that, I think it puts the Cowboys almost right there. Mm. Without it eh i'm still not still not sold. I'm still kind of and I by the way, I know it's a risk I don't know if Odell can still beat that Odell, but assuming he is, I think that changes changes things a bit because he's one of the better high end number twos in the league, and w- when I look at teams that are I think, capable of winning the Super Bowl, you need multiple weapons where you're like, oh, well, if CeeDee Lamb has a drop, well, then on the next play, Odell Beckham Jr. can make a play or Dalton Schultz can make a play or, oh, Michael Gallup now is is comfortable at number three or, or Brown can be the fourth. You, you see how everything just comes down a peg and it seems more realistic and you have this plethora of weapons around a quarterback in Dak Prescott who's good, but much like Jimmy G, kind of shrugged, like, can he win to that level, is right. he that type of quarterback? Right, And I think it's... maybe, maybe, but not without Odell. I, I think that that's the ultimate, it's the ultimate wild card that you bring in, much like last year. The Rams, when they signed Odell, they did not need him. Nope. What happened the next day? Robert Woods went down. Yep. And suddenly it became, oh my God, thank goodness we signed him. For the Cowboys, I think it's a need already, where you need a game-changing player and game-changing players don't grow on trees. They tried to get Brandon cooks at the deadline. There's a reason they tried to do that. Well, Odell Beckham jr. We'll see what he's got left, especially coming off of a second ACL this quickly. But if he's uh if he's anything, if he's got any juice left, then I, you know, I, I think Dallas should be interested and Dallas should sign him because I, I think it's a requirement if they're going to bring home a world championship this season.
1: And and you're making a very good point. And the point is, is forget about the star. Forget about the fact that it's contender. Forget about the fact that it'll be a place that the lights are bright enough for him. We can get caught up in all that. And I think I did in my answer. Your answer was more about this from a pure football perspective. It makes the most sense for Dallas. It makes more sense for them than it does for Beckham and it's something about being needed when you're needed and you go to a place and it works, then you get more credit for it too. And you get it. It's not like you just jumped on. uh, It's not like you just jumped on a machine that was already rolling at a very, very high level. No, you were the last thing. You were a key component in the catalyst that they needed to get over the hump. And I think that that says something, especially to a competitive athlete like Odell
0: for sure. It, that's hey, you're the missing come on let's go let's ride there we go now russell wilson's gonna, <laughs> russell wilson's gonna get <laughs> ripped up and beat up on this podcast i guess they never that, that was fun. Second.
1: but but let's let's hit that before we before we hit the segment three. that was pretty funny with that dude chewing him out i want to know exactly what happened oh but the content if, if you know if you read between the lines it looks like Russell was saying some more of that vanilla rah rah stuff, and dude was like, "Man, I don't want to hear that." And Russ said something, and dude went over there and told him, "I said I don't want to hear you say to get him a punch in the face." So you know, it's it looks like that's what happened. And I told you, man, people people don't like things that aren't authentic, bro. They don't, and that's what makes him. That's what makes him kind of that. That dude that Channing uh, Crowder said like. No, we wouldn't hang out with him because he's kind of corny, you know, lame or whatever. (laughs) Let's ride. Let's ride.
0: I I don't know. I might have Wolverine blood
1: or something. (laughs) Go, 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 go Broncos. Let's ride. I'm like, man, if you don't stop that
0: foolishness, I I was doing high knees for four hours on the flight
1: on a plane. I would, I told you last week, I wish the long snapper would have got up and said, Man, get your get
0: up off the what are you doing? You, You know who can do that. Quarterbacks that produce. Patrick Mahomes can do whatever he wants, right? You you could you could do that. You can't do that when Andy Dalton's been better than you this year. He, <laughs>
1: you, you bro, Russell
0: Wilson, my bro, man. terrible,
1: Bro's terrible, man. And see, y'all gonna get a high draft pick just. He's awful. I, he's awful. I did not know he was that bad. bro. I didn't know he's that bad either. He, he is like. It's funny, and we we're going off script here. Y'all got to ride with us for a minute. He is like, he's hot trash. He's like oh, he's so that good. juice in the bottom of the dumpster. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, get that stuff out of here. That's what he is, bro. And they are stuck with him. And <laughs> I don't know who, I think they're worse off than Washington is with Carson Wentz because Carson Wentz, well, yeah. they're on the books. I, they got to pay people next year and they got to pay him $28 million. And they ain't know what getting out of it. You think he's going to just walk away? Hell no, he's going to get all of his money. He's going to stand right there in Washington and he's going to take all of his money. So, but Russell Wilson, what did what did they pay him? Two
0: hundred. It's the worst quarterback situation in the NFL. Two hundred. It, it's the worst because if you're the Texans, well, at least you're gonna maybe find the guy, or if you're the the Packers, let's say, right? Oh man, Aaron Rodgers is a big deal. Yeah, one, he's still something. He's not Russell Wilson. Sure. Two, it, you're you're fine. Like there's there's no quarterback situation worse than that, including. Which is crazy to think about, but Deshaun Watson's coming back this week, mm-hmm. and I think he's instantly going to be better than Russell Wilson, even though he hasn't played in a year and a half, yeah, I'm be talking strictly football here, but my God, it's... You better than Russell Wilson right I, now, bro. I, my hamstrings feel better, I, that's for sure. It must be that Wolverine blood. Up next... Power rankings. We'll get into the power rankings of week 13, but today's show brought to you by LinkedIn because these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. The Denver Broncos should have used LinkedIn jobs when they looked at Russell Wilson and thought about trading for him. LinkedIn jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and free. All you do is create a free job post on LinkedIn jobs. It's super simple. If you're looking for quarterback like the Broncos were, you could have done that. You could have said, hey, no quarterbacks that say let's ride and have corny answers. All right, I've been mean enough to Russell Wilson. The point is, though, is you can find, find the right candidates for your business at linkedinjobs.com slash locked on NFL. Again, LinkedIn, uh, LinkedIn Jobs. Helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free today at LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Let's ride in segment
1: three and get to the locked on NFL power ranking. Man, I bro. I never let's, let's just start ride. with the
0: Broncos. Let's start with the Broncos. 31st. They yeah. ride. Riding. They ride away to
1: 31. <laughs> oh, I know this. this. is hilarious, man. I never thought Let's Ride would be that funny. But um <laughs> yeah, they ride right above the Houston Texans. Houston Texans, shout out to my man John Hickman and Cody Davis. I told you your team was hot trash, but you want to listen to me. So uh yeah. The Texans and the Broncos are at the very, very bottom. Jeff Saturday is sitting there at 30. I'm going to go to the front, though, man. It's Chiefs one, Eagles two, Bills three, 49ers four, Cowboys five. Any problem with the top five?
0: No. I. You know, I'm fine with it being unchanged. And uh, Buffalo
1: got me worried a little bit now.
0: They, they do look a little vulnerable. A little yeah, vulnerable. Man. And uh, if it wasn't for some bad coaching decisions, in my eyes, by Detroit – they might have fallen on this list, so we'll see on them six through ten. The Dolphins, followed by the Vikings, Bengals, Ravens, and Titans. I like Cincy
1: a little higher than that. I think Cincy uh, should probably be uh, maybe one spot above.
0: You, but you said it, I didn't.
1: Yeah, we. Yeah, yeah. We. Yeah. Shout out to Luke Braun. But we're gonna. In my opinion, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put the Bengals above the Vikings. Let's go to the Jets at number eleven with their new. An old quarterback, Mr. White. And hey,
0: who would you take? You have to win one game right now, Mike White or Russell Wilson. Mike White. You have to win a game. Contracts aside, because obviously contracts. White. Mike White. Mike White.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think You're not James, wrong. I'm just laughing that it. I take it's James like, Wilson over, over. Let's ride right now. Let's let's ride. riding, oh, oh, bro. Uh, <laughs> you crazy? The Chargers. 12. The Chargers are twelve bucks, thirteen <laughs> Seahawks, fourteen. Patriots are 15. The Commanders are making a push, man, with with Heineke at quarterback. And uh, I think uh, Riverboat Ron has saved his job with the way that they played, especially the defense. Commanders are 16th. The Giants are 17th. They both got that thing going where everybody thought it was going to go now. They're they're running out of gas. The Lions and all those kneecaps they eat, they're 18th. The Falcons are 19th. I think they have done a fabulous job in Atlanta, by the way. I did not see that coming. The Browns are at 20, and the Packers are 21, rounding out the back 11 are the Cardinals. That's a dumpster fire. Shout out to Alex Clancy, mm-hmm. locked on uh, Arizona Cardinals. Jacksonville Jaguars are on the move up at 23, and they play Detroit this week. The Steelers, 24, Saints, 25. The Raiders, 26. The Bears, and all of their injuries, are the 27. The Rams, the shock of the NFL. The Super Bowl champions are 28th in the power pole. Carolina just kind of hanging around, but playing hard at 29. The coach, Jeff Saturday, it's hot garbage. They're 30. The garbage gets a little hotter with the Broncos, as we mentioned. And, of course, the landfill is 32
0: with the Houston Texans. I mean – all right, I'm just gonna go through here and I'm not even gonna react to the power rankings like we do most weeks. All right, Jordan Love, you have to win one game. Jordan Love or Russell Wilson? Jordan Love. Jordan Love was six of nine the other night, through the touchdown to Christian Watson. All right, uh Jacoby Brissett or Russell Wilson. Jacoby Brissett. Marcus Mariota, Russell Wilson. Marcus Mariota. Matt Ryan or Russell Wilson. I
1: might <laughs> take Russell Wilson. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's, so. it's, clo- it's 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 yeah. close though. It's close. I, I turn to look at Russell and say, let's ride. Come on. You
0: got it. <laughs> uh, hold on, there was one more. Oh, Mitch Trubisky or Russell Wilson? I take Russell. Okay. I I just I maybe this should be a weekly thing where we do the Russell game. My
1: hypocrisy only goes so far, like Doc <laughs> Holliday said in Tombstone. I ain't gonna take no Mitch, Mitch Trubisky. Matt Ryan just <laughs> Matt could have ran for a first time. That day. he was like, no, nah, I'm gonna park this thing right here. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. By the way, is as bad as Jeff Saturday was for not calling a timeout. We can end on this. Hey, man, how about you put your shoulder down and you run through the, the first down? How about you do that? I get it. You've been hit a ton. Well, guess what? You've been hit a ton. So you're mm-hmm. going to have to get treatment anyway. Put your head down and get the darn first down. That's it, You don't do it all the time as a quarterback, but every once in a while you need to. And Can I give pushback
1: to people who want to say they the time management didn't matter because they ran out of downs? Let me get pushed back to that because I'm going to tell you why, that it's important to still manage the time. One, you haven't scored yet, right? You haven't scored, and you shouldn't take for granted that you're going to score. Two, those 35 seconds or so that you wasted, let me tell you, you say, well, they're only 20-yard line. They can't get but one more first down, so at best, they got four plays left. Let me tell you why that's wrong. Even though the game can't end on a pass interference call, you can get a pass interference call and an automatic first down with 12 seconds left and get three plays off, right? Yes. Yep. So so I'm not talking about the game ending on a penalty. I'm saying you have no idea how the ebb and the flow of the game is going to go. If you haven't scored, you need that clock to stop. because, And you have a new offensive coordinator because they fired all the coaches. You have no idea what a hold on a corner will give you an automatic first down and a reset if it's already third down. You don't know that you only have four plays left. I saw a college game the other night between Florida and Florida State where Florida ran like 12 plays inside the 10-yard line because of penalties. So the more opportunities you can get, the better. So this notion that they didn't run out of time, they ran out of downs, is a bunch of BS. Because pass interference and holding on cornerbacks and defensive holding are automatic first downs. And if that happens on a third down and you get a full reset of downs, and four of them, but... You ran on the clock out, so it's only two seconds left on the clock. Now you got four chances, but
0: you don't have time to use them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it was a joke. It was a joke that 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 they didn't call a timeout there. One, and you pointed it out. New offensive coordinator, you run this silly handoff play, third and three, which you probably don't run, and you're scrambling, and it gets stopped, and suddenly now the game's on the line, and it's just just chill. But Matt Ryan, put your head down. Jeff Saturday, lift your head up, your chin up, and call timeout. It's not hard. It, it, it's it's really not. Like uh, That's why you, you need in the the thing Jeff Saturday should have done the moment he got hired. I would have hired someone to stand right next to me and help me with clock management issues because you don't want to be a punchline when you haven't even prepared for the job. Anyways, that's how you do. You pay someone what two hundred grand, whatever no, it is, hundred. You, you know
1: who I call. I call uh, Wade Phillips. He's sitting around doing nothing, right? You call yep. Wade Phillips and say, you Amen. know what? You're a special advisor to the coach. I need a former head coach. I call Marvin Lewis. Call somebody to say, no, we... The, the I love guys that have experience, but we, I think in sports period, and I said this with Deion Sanders a couple of years ago. We, By the way, and, my, and
0: said, my alma mater should be interested in Deion Sanders. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I heard you. You told me that. So this happened with Tebow when he, when he tried out here in Jacksonville, I said athletes have been telling us our whole life, how much reps mean, how much practice means, how much everything that you do from what you put in your body to how you train, they they say all of these things matter so much. And then they go get a dude off the street who hadn't played in seven years and go, Oh, he needs a shot. That's why th- th- to me, you, whatever your brand is or whether, whatever the brand is of a certain profession, I think you devalue it by just going and snatching the dude out of the studio who's never coached anything except high school and putting him in the NFL. You're devaluing yourself, mm-hmm. your your own profession. There was there. Was, I, I remember when I was a kid in Washington, Joe Gibbs had a mattress in his office. He slept there all night. And folks talk about how maniacal he was, and and how and how Jimmy Johnson. How he, you know? I heard reports that he probably sacrificed his marriage because he was always so wired and he was working, 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 working. Dudes that when you devalue something like this and then you wonder why people don't respect your profession, right? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Anybody can't just step up and do what a guy has been training and practicing to do for his entire life. And I'm not talking about the fact that Jeff Saturday's probably played football for 30 years. I'm not talking about as a player. It's different. Completely different. I'm not talking about as a player. And that's the thing that people kill me when they... You know the smartest guys are in most professions? They're college professors. They're not people that actually went out in the world. Somebody Mm -hmm. taught those dudes that went out in the world. I I bet the best fighter pilot in the world can't teach you how to be a a fighter pilot. The best. I bet the guy who taught him was the guy who was the best. He's probably some dude nobody ever heard of.
0: Okay. And with that, let's ride. That's, That's right. going to do it for this week's edition of uh, – well, a Wednesday edition of Locked on NFL. But we'll be back at it tomorrow, every single day. So hit that subscribe button on YouTube, follow button wherever you get your podcasts. And for Tony Wiggins, I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening to Locked on NFL. That's right.